Hi, friends. So, I hope you guys are all doing great. You're probably like, Peyton, Peyton, why do you sound down? You know, something that the Lord has taught me and just everybody speaks on, but I'm just speaking out of a place of personal experiences, is when you're saved, the Lord doesn't promise you a perfect life but he promises to comfort you through it. And that's something that I've just been really experiencing lately. It's just the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Like Jesus said, I must go to send the comforter. And so, I don't know. I've just been so grateful lately. Like I've been grateful since I've been saved, but just lately God has just been showing me how he is my peace and my comfort. And I just wanted to like, share with you guys just some things I've been feeling because God does this for all of his people and I just think it's so beautiful like I was reading 1 Corinthians 1 Corinthians 1 Corinthians and it said for the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength the weakness even though the lord isn't weak but like the weakness of god is stronger than human strength like god is so above anything that we're experiencing he is (laughs) like Sometimes society will have us believe that there's people that are just, you know, so strong and powerful and mighty that are evil and, like, that they have all the power and stuff. But at the end of the day, like, God is the one in control. People can walk the walk and they can speak out their mouths and just be foolish and stuff. But Jesus is, like, the most powerful person God is so much power and wisdom like all the wisdom we have is revealed by the spirit here it says however it as it is written what no eye has seen what no ear has heard and what no human mind has conceived the things God has prepared for those who love him Is that not the most craziest concept, guys? Like, you hear stories of people's testimonies of their encounters with God or just just crazy stories of just God's love. And it literally says, What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. What no human mind has conceived? That's so intense. Guys, like, our human brains can't even come up with the things God has in store for us. We can sit here all day and just feel loved by God and just so hopeful for the future, but we can't even, our minds can't even go to the expansive things God has in store for us. That is just such a wild thought. And just like the mysteries of God is just something that's also just been so like, whoa. Like God has so many mysteries. 
He is great in hidden things. And it's just so cool. Like, God is so cool. I I think it's just so amazing how we get to see a different side of God every single second of our lives. We will never fully see the extent of God because he is just in every little detail down to the micro little organisms. He is in every single detail. Think about how many people are on this world that he created. He created every single person on this planet. Is that not crazy to think? Every person you pass, God crafted and designed and knows them inwardly, outwardly. Knows every single detail, every hair on their head. God is so good. Like, what a God we serve. Another thing that God has been speaking in my mind, and I didn't know it was a Bible verse till right now, and it actually made me bawl my eyes out. I'm going to actually go to it before I just butcher it. But, okay, where is it, God? 2 Corinthians 12. It kept ringing in my mind, okay. So God kept saying in my mind, my grace is sufficient for you. And for my power is made perfect in weakness. I didn't know that was a Bible verse. And I just kept hearing it through my mind over and over and over again. So I look it up. Second Corinthians. It says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, and in hardships, and persecutions, and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Guys, when we are weak, is when Christ is glorified. His grace is sufficient for us. Isn't it so wild to think that... God looks at our weaknesses and doesn't see them as weaknesses, but ways he can even bring glory back to himself in a way, too. I hope what I'm saying is making sense, but in my mind, it's just like, it's blown. The Lord is just so good, even when we're hurting. Even when we mess up over and over and over and over and over again. He is able to make it something so good. Our messes as God's miracle. It's so beautiful to think that we can go to him and find comfort in his presence sitting at his feet. The lower we go, the more Christ-like we are and the more Jesus can enter our lives wow like I spend every single day with God but for a few days I was reading the word but not as much as like I knew I should be and so I really sat down with the Lord yesterday and read the Bible and asked for deeper revelation I got through like one and a half pages and it was like revelation upon revelation upon revelation and my mind was just 
blown. It was like I read one sentence and I would just be like, literally like thrown back. Like, whoa. <laughs> Words have so much power. It's literally crazy that God's word will remain. Like humans will pass away and everything, but God's word remains. Like the word of God is just so, it's just crazy to me. Like we are just so quick with our words we just don't even think about what we say but words have so much power the tongue is fire and it holds the power of life or death that's why gossiping and talking bad about people is so bad because you put death on them but think about if if your tongue has that much power to put death and curses on somebody and like a witch or somebody can sit down for a night and put a curse on you and it can be so like overbearing imagine how much power we have in the authority of christ within like a few hours or minutes of praying or speaking life and partnering with the Lord. If our tongue can put that much word curses and demonic, imagine how much blessings and things that the Lord can do through our words. Like God spoke to his prophets and they spoke. Yahweh is the breath of life. Like God, God's breath, like, it's like, I read this thing or I heard this thing. I'm probably, I hope I'm saying this all right, guys. And, you know, feel free to ask the Lord for revelation. And, you know, my revelations could be different because of my own flesh. Who knows? But this is just what my personal things I'm coming to understand. And sometimes I have problems fully executing the things in my mind. But Yahweh, it's W8, no, I meant sorry, Y h w h right i think that's how it was but then it's like we turned it into y a w e h or something i don't i'm not spelling this right i know it but we made it into that like a yahweh because we wanted to like be able to say it but it's actually like y h is supposed to be like inhale and then w h is supposed to be like exhale because it's like sounds like it's just like yahweh like like the lord's breath the breath of i don't know if i'm explaining this right but it's like because in the bible the prophets were like god like who are you like who are you and then he said i am and then he said you know like he's the breath of life like he's in every breath like he with one breath he created oh my word i just he spoke to the creation and it was made like let me go back to genesis No, it's just so wild. Because literally God said, like he spoke, let there be light and there was light. And then God said, let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. God said, God said, he literally made creation with his word and his breath. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God. We are literally in the image of God. We are in the image of God. Can you? Oh my word. Mm. He created them. Male and female. He created them. God blessed them and said to them. Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Oh my word. This is just so. Wow. wow sorry guys i'm literally in shock this this podcast is probably just so like all over the place but i just was having an encounter with god and just felt like i need to start speaking 
God has been just showing me his endless, endless love. Like, the fact that I was crying and hysterically upset, like, had this pain on my chest. I was like, God, take this pain. Take this pain. Take this heavy burden. Because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Like, what? His burden? Quote, unquote, burden is light? Like, his burden. What's supposed to be, like, a burden is light. Like, it just shows that there's no bad part of God. Like, he is pure. He is holy. He is love. Oh, my word. My heart's cry lately has been to just fully know the depths of God's heart. Like, I want my heart to break what breaks his. It's like, there's this lyrics I've been listening to. It's like, show me what's breaking your heart, even if it messes me up. That's like the depths of God I want to know. I want to know God so deeply that what hurts his heart, like, hurts mine. Whether I, like, I want to be messed up and so in one communion and intimacy with God that my mind and my soul, my spirit are so intertwined with his that just little things that break his heart break mine to a point where I'm affected to move and have compassion and to be Christ. Oh my Lord. Sorry. Be Christ. Like, I don't know why I keep saying sorry. I feel like this is probably making sense. I suppose. I'm just literally flipping through the Bible. And it's just like, you know, when you like just flip through randomly and you read something and it's just like, like, whew. and the word is like a sword because it's literally a weapon. The word is a weapon. That's why it's so important to be rooted in the word. Every single time I read the Bible, I'm just shook guys. Cause like, seriously, like, I was going back to like what I was saying about when I didn't read the Bible for a few days and I sat down and I read the Bible and I kept getting revelation. I was I was so surprised. And it's like, obviously, you're going to feel peace after reading, like, the Bible. But I was so surprised when I felt this peace. Because you almost forget, like, when you kind of get out of, like, fully reading your Bible, you forget how good you feel. And you're like, whoa, I can't believe I, like, let myself get to that point. So it's like, you got to keep asking God to keep giving you that hunger for the word because... I read the word for probably 30 to 30 minutes to like an hour and the peace that surpassed all understanding on my drive home because I I like drive to a special spot to worship and read the bible and I just felt so much peace and joy of the lord driving home I was just giggling and happy and like I was just been so grumpy lately to my family and it's just because I have been like out of the word I haven't been getting my my spirit wasn't getting food like my spirit was hungry for the word because man doesn't survive on bread alone like my soul literally needed that refreshment so me saying that is like saying guys we really need to be reading our bibles consistently and i'm sure we all know that but it's just crazy how different you feel whoever loves god is known by god 1 Corinthians 8, 3. Wow. This is like me just reading scripture and just saying what I'm feeling or thinking. It's also beautiful, too, how different people can read the Bible and pick something else out of it, you know? And I might read one verse one day and it might mean something to me and then the next it might mean something different. Children of God. 
Before the coming of this faith, we held in custody under the law, locked up until the faith that was to come would be revealed. So in Christ Jesus, you were all children of God through faith. That's something else God's been just so speaking to me about is faith. We are saved by grace through faith. Faith is so important. Faith is trusting in God even when you can't see him or feel him. (laughs) Faith is just believing in God and who he says he is. Faith is just completely walking, following Jesus with your whole being. Because I'm in this weird season where I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. But having faith that God is good and that God is in control is the only thing I have to look for right now. Wow. And like we have so much freedom in Christ. I used to be bound by so many things and I'm walking in freedom and it's the first time I just feel so free. It's just so crazy that I'm a new creation in Christ and that the old is just gone and the new has begun. And I have freedom. Like here it says, Galatians 5. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery and a yoke is like the thing that's around cattle's um necks like the heavy thing you know that's what i learned i'm pretty sure that's what it is you my brothers and sisters were called to be free but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh who who that's like when people oh my word that's literally like when You're like, I'm free. God set me free. I'm just going to do what I want now. Or like the when people like sin and then ask God for forgiveness and then go back to their sin. God's like, don't don't do me like that. I don't know if that's exactly what that meant, but that's just what I feel like that kind of means. Rather serve one another humbly in love. Love is so important for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. This one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Oh my word. Guys, the other day, like, this guy was asking on... This Christian man was asking people to sow into his ministry. Because he really needs the financial funds right now. In my mind, I was thinking, like, God, I don't want to... I don't want to give him money. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I trust him and stuff. And God's, like, basically, like, telling me... I don't know exactly what the verses are, but it's, like... I hope I don't mess this up, but it's just the the verse is about when someone asks you for something, like give it to them. It's I I think it's around the one where it's talking about um, if someone like slaps you, then give them the other cheek and stuff like that. It's just like if someone asks you for something, give it to them. Because I don't know, I don't like in that moment he needed it, and like why was I not giving it to him if he needed it? And like even if he maybe didn't need it, it's like. I don't know. It's just like, God's going to provide that money back to me. So he's asking. So, and like, another thing is like, when we ask God for stuff, remember that Bible verse where it's like, if you ask God for something, 
he's not going to give you a snake or something. What is that, guys? I'm literally just, like, speaking off of my mind right now. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. But it's, like, it's a Bible verse. It's something about, like, if you ask God for something, he's not going to give you something else. He's going to ask, he's going to give you what you asked for. So it's kind of, like, reminds me of just, like, how when someone asks you for something, like, give them what they ask for. And, like, just have faith that God's going to provide. You know, I mean, obviously ask the Lord if you're supposed to give it. But in Christ, like, this guy was a brother in Christ, you know. He was asking me for help. And so Jesus would help us. He wouldn't just be like, nope, not helping you. Like, what? That's not very Christ-like. <laughs> and you know what's funny about these podcasts is, like, I might just be speaking, saying stuff that's not really correct and biblical exactly but that's the cool thing too is god grows you like i'm gonna look back at these podcasts in a few months and just be like oh i feel completely different about this now or god taught me this or god stretched me in this area and made me see this better like deeper revelations and Each day, God kills my flesh more and more and more. And as much as I keep saying, like, God, kill my flesh, kill my flesh, kill my flesh, it, (laughs) killing your flesh, it hurts because you're literally dying to yourself and your own ambition and your own understandings and your own strengths and fully trusting in the Lord. It's hard. It's really hard and it's emotional. And that's why I've been so emotional lately. But, you know, I want the Lord to change me. And so you got to be pruned, you know, when a tree or a vine or whatever is getting like able to grow again, it needs to be pruned and then it grows again. So God, you know how we're like a branch connected to God, but then he needs to like prune us so that we can grow more fruit. I'm going through a pruning stage for sure. But it's cool though, because God's grace is so sufficient because even though I'm being pruned so majorly, there's still fruit being produced because of God. Like, through me, there's fruit for other people because of God and God alone. Like, if I wasn't fully getting filled by God and getting fresh oil every day, there's no way I'd be able to just minister to people out of my own flesh. Like, God, oh, God is so good. And that's why we literally need to be rooted in the word and rooting, rooted in God. Because we cannot produce fruit that's not going to hurt us out of our own strength like it has to be out of god because if we're just like speaking out of our own strength we will get burnt out that's something i was just talking to my friend about okay galatians 6 doing good to all 6 2 carry each other's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the law of christ if anyone thinks that they are something when they are not they deceive themselves each one should test their own actions then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else for each one should carry their own load nevertheless the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor wow do not be deceived god cannot be mocked yeah that's mm. a man reaps what he sows whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Oh my word. This is whoa. 
Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Period. That is a word. See, I was like, oh my word, you just read part of a scripture and your life has just changed. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood of the Lamb. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood. Oh, my word. The gospel has the power to save. I would never be ashamed of the gospel. Whoa. Okay. Another thing God's been speaking to me about, and I'm just so, like, grateful to the Lord because... It's just so cool how God will put on your heart to pray for something or a burden to pray for. And then you start to pray for it and you actually see it come to pass and the prayers being answered so quickly. Like this, this, this. Like God has been speaking to me about bringing light to the darkness and how we're called to bring light to the darkness. And how you put a lamp on the hill and you don't cover the lamp. So you put it on the hill so that it shines so everyone can see it and stuff. That's just what the Lord's been speaking to me a lot about. And just like, just within like the past two days, I have seen like countless posts about bringing light to the darkness and exposing things and you know shining our light so that christ can be glorified i've seen multiple posts even of people like younger than me posting about this and just be more unified as a body like this is a time we need to come together as a body and stand firm united and shine our light so that the darkness can no longer overcome the light i mean it never can overcome the light but it's like we're called to share that lightness because the whole thing that's happening with Target right now and everything that's just dark, it's like, we can't let that darkness overcome us. And another thing God was just speaking to me about was like, if you keep your eyes clean, then your body is like filled with light. But if you keep, if you like, don't keep your eyes clean, like what they see, then your body will be, your body will be filled with darkness. <sighs> Lord, help me to not stutter. But... Yeah, like, it's so important what we let ourselves see and open ourselves up to, like, what we let in, you know, visually, with our ears, you know, we can't let demonic music in, we have to make sure we monitor what we look at, you know, really just check what you're seeing and watching and listening to, because it has more of an effect on you than you realize, remember guys a battle is not between flesh and blood but powers rulers and principalities i think that's exactly how the scripture goes i don't know i'll probably look at this later and be like oh messed that one up but yeah we have to put on the armor of god which i said before but that's in ephesians not romans i literally do not remember what i talked about (laughs) but the whole point of this podcast is, guys, like, if you're weary, like, Jesus wants to give you peace and strength and comfort. So, like, go to him in your weaknesses. Like, be honest with him because he already knows what's going on. He can literally, he, he searches the heart. Like, he knows every part of you. He knows. So, why would you not be open and honest with him? Like, he wants to fill you and refresh you. Read the word, listen to worship music, journal. That's what we should do when we're upset. Because if we just speak out of our flesh, because like my mom and I got in a little bit of an argument, and instead of just 
going and reading scripture and talking to God, I just spoke out of my flesh and I just instantly felt so icky because it just was like hurt. And, you know, that's not how I want to be. I want to be so convicted to just (laughs) read the word and talk to God before I even speak, you know, so that I don't allow that to affect me and affect how I speak to people. Because that's not what Jesus would do. Jesus wouldn't just be like, ah! I mean, <laughs> when he flipped the tables in the temple, that always makes me giggle. Because that's probably how I am sometimes. But it's not the same thing at all. Okay. I'm going to leave you guys with one more Bible verse. Matthew 6, 25. Do not worry. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Wow. Yeah, that just makes you look at your life and what you're worried about and how you should not be worried. And Yeah, there's just so many deeper things. Okay, I literally do not know what I talked about. This is interesting. Wow, that cloud looks like an angel. All right, I love you all so much. Thanks for listening to me just ramble. And I hope there was actually revelations in here and not just me speaking from my flesh. Okay. I love you. God loves you. Go to God when you're upset. Go to God when you're happy. Literally, it says to rejoice in trials of many kinds because or count it all joy when you face trials. See, I'm just (laughs) okay. You know, whatever. Love you all. Peace and love. Kindness. God loves you. Amen. Hallelujah. Bye.